<laughs> Episode 8, take 2. Yep. Fuck-a-doodles. We fucked up. No, I we didn't. Up. No, technology did. Yeah. We did all right. Yeah. We, we literally, every time we start the podcast, Gremlins. we have different issues to last time. If it was consistent problems, it would be fine. Yeah. But every time, it's like, oh, you, you figured that last one out? Well, we've <laughs> got this new one for you. Yeah, and this time, Mr. Lewis sounded like a crime watch victim yeah. trying to hide his identity. Yeah, you know, when they're blanked out and you can't, you just see like a silhouette of a person and they're like, I'm, I never touched her, I, I didn't, didn't know. I didn't know she was 14. Yeah. I didn't know she was 14. Yeah, so... Um, when I picked her up from school, I mean, I mean, work. <laughs> yeah, so we did the entire podcast, literally. 90 like, minutes. Yeah, and then realised it was all fucked. Went basically. to listen to it back, and in the first 30 seconds, your eyes got wide. Yeah. And your face went, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, no, no. So, if you are watching on YouTube, you'll notice it is now the next morning. Hence why, if you can't see this, we're currently... I'm, I'm dressed in a Deadpool onesie. And uh, I'm uh, in a Rocky Balboa dressing gown. Um, dressing gown, yeah. Yeah, and we have in front of us a half bottle drink. A half a half bottle drunk. Half that bottle says drink. a lot. Yeah. We have a half drunk bottle of Wolfburn, uh, which is a single malt Scotch whiskey in front of us, which obviously we went through last night. Yeah. Whilst uh, as we always do, but it's the morning, and we thought we can't really drink in the morning. No. One, we don't really want to. No. Two, it's probably not the best idea because it's a Saturday. It's the beginning of the weekend and we should be productive. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to tell you, we'll get through it real quick, okay? Wolfburn Whiskey. It's a Scotch single malt whiskey. It's from a small distillery since 1821. Um, It looks like liquid gold and it has on the nose, it's supposed to smell like sherry and do you remember something like fruit a nutty yeah nutty fruity, fruity nutty and sherry kind of smells to it on the palate at the front is supposed to have the sherry casks so that they're uh, distilled in sherry casks so you're supposed to obviously that's the whiskey things you get the flavor of the cask and uh we tried it and it's delightful yeah the, like we both were like yeah we're not really going to get any sherry but we actually did yeah it was quite noticeable it was a nice little sweetness the, yeah the sherry and fruit flavor on the front of the tongue and then you got a real nice whiskey what we loved about this was it had uh, no real oaky overtones mm. so if you don't like whiskies scottish whiskies particularly because they're quite oaky this is one to go for because it really isn't but what it does do is heat you yes yeah there's some good warmth but not in like a bad way it's really, not a burn. really nice warmth now we had it with ice yeah and then we got through the ice version of it and we're like, oh, yeah, lovely and warm. We got used that. And then we poured a, a single without the ice and, oh, it got it got chilly hot. Yeah, it was hot, hot. Yeah, it was actually, chilly hot. spicy. Yes, yeah, spicy hot. So delightful. Meatball. So we have a single shot poured here, yeah. which, so I'm going to give you a little tip. I'm going to have that sod it. Here is to last night's Clean. podcast that died. Definitely not. In memory of that, just a little sip. Mm. It is smooth. It is very smooth. Sweet on the front. Heat comes, the heat comes, right, from the back of the throat over the roof of the mouth and then down the sides of my tongue. And then the heat just sits and just just sits there. Yeah. But it's not unpleasant. It's not a burn. It's a heat. No. It's delicious. I love it. Oh, and just in case ever anyone's missing it, this is what you would have had oh, last yes, night. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's got a cork it was a good in it. cork. It's a Scotch whiskey with a cork, not a twist top, so we like that. Yeah. So here's our theory for the day. We can't drink this straight now because it's morning no. time. But what you can do, and what we have in front of us, is two tall espressos. Now, this is my morning coffee. Now, if you like coffees in the morning and you watch my stories from Instagram, you'll know that I have a little bit of routines. I've been having teas recently, which I haven't seen the coffees on there. But coffee at midday, here's what I do. Tall shot of an espresso, 
one, like not heaped, just a flat teaspoon of brown cane sugar, because that's what's designed for coffee. You need that brown raw cane sugar. And then I put just a teaspoon of what is actually buttermilk into it now. I used to put double cream. Then I accidentally bought this thing that's an alternative to double cream. Turns out it's made with buttermilk. Didn't know. They, they conned me into buying it yeah. because they made it look like double cream and I bought it by accident. Then it has a really long, um, it lasts for ages. And I was like, oh, how, why, how does this cream last so long? Yeah. And I was like, that's good. And then I also thought, oh no, maybe that's really not good. Mm. How are they making this? Yeah. Then I noticed that on the, bearing in mind the whole thing is blue when you buy it with like the logos in white. In blue writing on the blue, in probably like font three, <laughs> literally, it says alternative to cream yeah. on it. I was like, you cheeky buggers. Sneaky and it's the same bastards. company that make the double cream that I normally buy. Yeah. So that's why I just picked it up. But anyway, it's delicious. It's by Elmia or someone, is it? Is that the brand? I don't e- know what it's E-L-M-E-A maybe. It's like, the, like the most common cream brand. You find it super easy. It's, it's, yeah, the double cream alternative. And honestly, really good. My point being, that's how I make my delicious morning coffees. Okay, but we're going to add our little shot of whiskey. You're going for the whole shot? Yeah, I'm putting it all in. I'm, I'm going to be gentle and I'll just put like half. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no, it's too late. It's all in. I've gone for so it. There we go. Bit. And that is how, ladies and gentlemen, you get around. You can get away with morning drinking. <laughs> as again, we always say on this podcast, don't do as we say. Yeah. We take no responsibility for Do as we say, actions. not do as we do. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's what your parents always used to say to you. Yeah. Oh, also, we've got a question for you. Why don't female monkeys have big hairy boobs? Yeah. This is a morning question. Yeah. I don't know how this came about. But this is it a- was the sound check, actually. Like, one day we may release all of the sound checks because it's just me and Lex. Are you saving them? Yeah, they're all they're all on the... the I've still got copies of everything. So. Oh, yes, keep those then. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, our, our sound checks are horrendous. Yeah. We so, just say random awful stuff. Yeah, Big Hairy Monkey Tits was the was one this, from yeah, this morning. Big Hairy Monkey Tits. I don't know where it came from. Which then obviously stimulated our brain into the conundrum of, why don't female monkeys have big hairy boobs? Yeah. How funny would it be if monkeys started like caring yeah. about whether how big their boobs were and stuff? I can imagine <laughs> that became an evolutionary thing yeah. over time is from seeing other people and humans having boob jobs yeah. and slowly monkeys... Just start getting concerned. Yeah. Start like padding their chests with leaves. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it would be interesting. Have you ever seen that? Um, what is it? The there's the monkey that, or it's a chimp that has alopecia, and then yes, it's like jacked. super jacked, Jesus. and like but like they're all super jacked, yeah. but you just don't see how jacked they are because they're so hairy. Yeah, they're they're scary. Yeah, but they can literally pull your head off. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they rip your face, literally rip your face off. Mm. There is, yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny that we're Anything that we're more intelligent can pretty much kill us anyway. Mm. On a one-on-one, we suck. Yeah. Unless yeah, like, we have a gun. Yeah, like, relatively speaking, pound found, we're really unathletic compared to pretty much all other animals. It takes forever to gestate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, and there's, there's so many things that are shit about humans. Literally, our brain is our saviour. Yeah, like I was that's li- it. I was listening to a book the other day, and it was talking about, like, what evolution and... Um, Bill Bryson. Um, something about your bodies. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, can I just say... <laughs> That whiskey in the coffee is delicious. Yeah, it is good. How oh is my yours God. All, with all We've made it? an... It should be technically an Irish coffee. Yeah. But it's not. It's a Scottish coffee mm. because we put single malt Scotch whiskey in it. Oh, that's delicious. So, yeah, if you... So, if you are, like some of you are doing, collecting the same things we drink, which is fucking cool, by the way. Um, Wolfburn. Wolfburn single malt Scotch whiskey. Actually comes in a really nice box as well. Yeah. Which I had some... Oh, it's here. 
we God. we are at some point, maybe episode ten. We're going to actually like try and review over like our favourites and pick kind of yeah. Because some of you have been asking what was a favourite one so far. I think actually, well, so this morning, we, last night we put up some questions for you to ask. To ask, um, obviously we answered some, and they're like, oh, some of them are quite funny stories, and we can't retell them because it's not the same. Yeah. Because I will have heard yours, and you will have heard mine, and the point is, most of the time we haven't heard each other's. Yeah. So we did another new questions thing this morning. So what we'll do is we'll go back to the old questions now, the ones we didn't answer, and we'll do those. Yeah. And then at the end, in the last half an hour, I will launch the new questions and we'll get through them for the final yeah. part. But yeah, the Wolfburn thing, if you can see it on YouTube, you can see it here. It's like a, a matte, really, it's almost like a primer grey mm. with rose gold pickups on it. It's really beautiful box that it comes in. It looks, and it's, it yeah, looks expensive. It does look expensive. I, I think it, it's not cheap though, but yeah. it's not super expensive either. But it comes, it's a premium looking brand. You got this you got, from the dealer, right? The, yeah, this is from like a local dodgy whiskey, dodgy dealer. whiskey dealer. Yeah, oh yeah, who we described last night as imagine a guy coming. It sounds like yeah, whiskey dealer. So we imagined a guy in a trench coat coming to the gate, yeah. just opening up his trench coat, like, clinking. Yeah. He wants some whiskey, and then I, for some reason, had him covering his modesty with a bottle cap opener, you know, yeah. like a big bottle cap opener. To which point we thought, well, why would a whiskey guy selling dodgy whiskey cover himself with a bottle cap opener? Because you don't need bottle cap openers to open whiskies. But then we said that's probably overthinking the fact that you've got a nude whiskey dude selling your whiskey at the gate underneath your trench coat. Yeah. Which is probably why we got into monkey tits this morning so easily. Yeah. Because that is how our brains work. But yes, so the Wolf, Wolfburn Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, it comes in this lovely little box. You open up the main lid and then there's two, which we determined as being box flaps. Yeah, box flaps, 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 the flaps, flaps for the box. Flaps for the box. As you open them up, they've got some nice little information about it. It's matured uh, and bottled at Wolfburn Distillery in Thurso. I don't know how you say that. Thurso, Thurso in Scotland. Double distilled in small stills for a fuller flavour. Then you you just ease back the flaps and work your way deeper into the box. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's again, there's a nice bottle holder there. It says there, little oh, Instagram things, but I've, very cool. I've just spotted a really cool question. Well, it's not, uh, he even says, not a question. Just wanted to say, you're an inspiration. Love all that you do. Also, Wolfburn is in my hometown. Well, sick. Yeah. How cool is that? That's nice. Oh, that's because I could have put, put a picture of it up on yeah, this last night. night. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Well, that's really nice to know it's actually a thing in a little town. C.Beg93. Wow, that's cool. Lived in yeah. So that is actually, we did determine so far out of the whiskies, we think this is our favourite so far. Yeah. And that even though the Buffalo Trace is lovely, we determined the Buffalo Trace is better if you sat outside around a campfire on um, a cool evening. Because mm. that's really, it really does warm you and has a very strong cask and oaky taste to it. Yeah. Whereas... This one's quite light, sorry, isn't it? Sorry, halfway through my sentence. Oh. That's a bit of the, he's, he's gassy. Bit, yeah, gassy yeah. today. This is why we don't do it in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, we did it. This one is just a really nice one for like any time. Yeah. And a really good one to ease your, it coming into whiskies. But here's a here's a shocker with it. Forty six percent volume. I know. It, which it should, goes down should blow your head off. Yeah, it goes down super Doesn't. smooth. Which is testament to how smooth that is. So there you go. That's our whiskey of the week. That's smooth. We're drinking it in the morning. <laughs> That's smooth. It makes you become an alcoholic in the morning. Mm. We should probably stop saying that we're alcoholics. We're really not. Yeah. We really, really. We only have these whiskeys on the Friday night. Yeah, I don't. And I'll maybe have like one during the week or something if I just feel really like I want to chill out and relax with a cigar or something. Yeah. But I don't have. We don't drink. Much. And when we do drink, we don't drink to excess either. We drink to enjoy. Yeah. That's really important, actually, guys. If you are going out and drinking, make sure you're drinking stuff that you enjoy. This is. A, yeah. Here's a thing. Here's a little tale for you. So obviously, when I started going out, 
It's a wee man, you know. Oh, Everybody's aye. going out, you know, trying to look like a tough man. Oh, what are in the pints at the bar? You're a hard man. And I was like, I don't like beer, mate. Yeah. Like, I don't like it. And I tried it, and I tried many. I did like ales and bitters more than beer. Yeah. Right, so, but I still only drink like one, and then I was like, okay, enough of that. Mm. So, I just got to a point, especially when I went to uni, where I was like, do you know what? I don't give a shit. I really don't care. I'm not drinking. I'm paying for stuff I don't like. Yeah. So when the round came round, it was like, Lex, what do you want? And I would say... I'll have an apple teeny, please. I will have an apple teeny with extra teeny. <laughs> JD from Scrooge. Light on the apple. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, that's what I would... I would just say, well, I want um, either like uh, something in blackcurrant yeah. or uh, I'll just have... Uh, some black. Yeah, vodka and cranberry juice. And they, uh, this, Bearing in mind, I was on the rugby team. Yeah. So they're all getting in pints yeah. of Guinness and yeah. stuff, and I was like, uh, "Can I have a can I have a snake bite, please?" Or uh, I just I have the p- pink cider. I like that pink one. I like it. But no, like I, the the more I, the more I like said it with confidence, yeah. the less people question me. Yeah, and it's only when you kind of like shy away from what you want. And if someone went, "What are you drinking that for?" and he's go, "Cause yeah. I like it," and tastes that tastes like fizzy piss. Yeah, come pointing at their beer, mm. and they'd be like. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah like, but what are you going to do? It does taste like fizzy piss. It does taste like fizzy piss, yeah. So, uh, I would literally only... I would eat those. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. I hate beer. I like ales. I like... Even like, if you go to a specialist things and you can taste all the hops and everything, I like that. Yeah. I just don't like Stella and all these. Budweiser yeah, as well. The only good part of a Budweiser is the neck. Mm. And then after that, it's just grim. Yeah. Like that, after that first one refreshing sip, yeah, yeah it's rubbish. Because I, I, I even tried drinking Budweiser on Monday Night Football. It used to be like a thing we'd get Budweiser, and I'd never get through more than like a bottle and a half. And yeah. they're not big. That, anyway, just didn't like it. So I just, I'm a big one for not powering through on shit I don't like. Yeah. And I think that's a testament to really building your own self confidence is have the balls when somebody goes. And here's the here's a story that will boost your confidence in doing this. I went to a stag do, yeah. and our stag do is like lads, 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 lads. And I went to a stag do with lads lads who were proper lads lads who yeah. drank for drinking's sake and we went to the lake district and we spent three days doing like adventure stuff but then obviously we went out on nights when the rounds we all did rounds rounds so it's someone's round and um when they went to the bar that they'd, they'd order everything and they'd be like eight pints yeah and then this one copperberg yeah. or a recorder league yeah and, it, and that would come in the pint glass and ice. And then none of the lads, they were all getting their beers. And they were like, what's that? And I'd reach for it. Now, out of all the guys, yeah. not egotistic or anything, yeah. but, oh, it's Hercules. Yeah. Oh, was the man. Oh, the jackest motherfucking I was, I was gorgeous in comparison. <laughs> so I was like, if you looked at us, yeah. I was like, Ugh, guy, yeah. drinking the pink drink. Yeah. And then the lads were like, what's that? What are you drinking that for? Fuck you, get your beers and you fuck you. What are you doing? And I'd be like, I don't like, and no, don't like it. I said, Have you even tried this? They'd be like, no, I have a bit. Yeah. And they drink it, they go, yeah. It's not so It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's all right. And then as the round slowly went on through the time, there'd be two more little pink drinks on that eight rounder. Yeah. Now there's only five beers. By the end of the night, there were six pink drinks. Yeah. Six pink drinks. And that's what I mean. It only takes that, like, the one guy. Another story for the one one person thing. Another one just popped straight into my head. Right. I, I went to, when I was training, uh, again, at, at uni and stuff, there was a guy called um, Sal, who he's trained with, who was a beautiful, 
ridiculously beautiful man who used to just make me feel inadequate in every way because he would come and train for like three weeks get jacked and shredded yeah. he was Egyptian by yeah. like nature so he just had his complexion was great he was tall he was a freaking doctor I said I just gotta take all the women Sal yeah. just you go into the room choose what you want we were coming afterwards like little hyenas like where's your any spares <laughs> <laughs> and um, he just was like immaculate it was looked great and then after two years of knowing him for some reason, in the middle of the gym, said something about eyebrows, and he just went, "Oh, I get mine waxed." I was like, "You son of a bitch!" Oh, that was it. I was talking about uh, the girl I seen at the time wanted to tweeze my eyebrows. Mm. Now I wasn't into too much grooming at that stage. I was well into like hair and stuff, okay, but like the fine details of like lining, other than a barber lining my hair up or whatever, mm. grooming as in my face and stuff like that. The most I did was shave body hair off because I just never liked it, yeah. and I'm not that hairy anyway, so it's like not a big change. But he went, yeah, I had my wax. I was like, son of a bitch. You had me believing you were just naturally beautiful all this time. And then I went and, had, and so I was like, straight back. I was like, yeah, pluck away. Yeah. And honestly, the difference, see, if we took your eyebrow, now if you're not watching on YouTube, Mr. Some, Lewis has some, some eyebrows. I got some big ones. Well, there's, there's some, you're lucky that they're even separated, to yeah. be fair. Actually, now I'm looking at them. That's not an eyebrow. It's like an eye shelf. It is. It's a wow. Thick old boy. They're thick. Yeah, lift Like we, the rest of me. Now if we, you, have, you do have your girthy. Everything thick, on you is girthy. Thick like the rest of me. God damn it. You don't want to know the rest I know. of me. I hadn't even seen your calves <laughs> roar until today. Yeah. And they've just, I've, I've hidden mine as a result. Well, actually, I'm going to show you on YouTube now if you can see the difference between mine. There's a, a, a Lewis calf, which basically, if you're not watching, it looks like the lower part of Shrek's leg. <laughs> <laughs> and here's mine. Nothing, nothing. And then right at the top, Mr. Potato Head calf. <laughs> Like, what is going on with Hold this? Hold on, he's There's... not Mr. Potato Head anymore. Oh, sorry. Gender neutral, isn't it? it? It's just potato, potato person. Just pota- oh, fuck off. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. But the, really. It's, yeah, it's not oh, Mr. Potato just, Head Oh, just take a moment. Just everybody, can we just tell the world to fuck off? Well, can you You can have Mr. My and Mrs. God. Yeah, right. Well, right is Mr. and left is ex-Mr. Yeah. Changed to something else. Anyway, but look at the bottom half of my leg is like, no use, no use, no use. Oh, quick, we forgot the... Quick, we forgot the muscle of the lower leg. Jam something on there. (laughs) Like, what? No matter how big I build this top bit, that is still going to be the ankle and lower leg of a 12-year-old girl. And not even an athletic 12-year-old girl. Just a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. Yes, there you go. But ironically, I get get complimented on my calves quite a lot. And I genuinely have probably only trained trained them... But like a handful Sorry. of times in my life. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, for you who, who don't have who have the calves like me or are struggling with calves, I will kick him in the dick after the end of the podcast for for us all. I think just to equal the balance in the world again. I can't for wait. you just saying you never and that, those and the video will be on my OnlyFans. Rugby ball size calves, you ass. <laughs> what was you moving my story? What was I talking about? Tangented. Uh oh. Oh damn it. I can't remember. But oh, yeah. you were talking about the, the girls' eyebrows, eyebrows. Getting that done. Yeah, and then you and then about your my eyebrows. eyebrows girthiness. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So yeah. Me, once he said that, it was like, I went straight home and I was like, oh yeah, pluck away. Because then I was just, it was just that little thing of like a bloke I knew who, you know, looked look good, had great fashion sense. And he was willing to do that. I was like, well, oh, another bloke does it. Yeah. I can I can do it. And it's just that, 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 and that's all it takes is, and that's why I always say, whenever you're thinking dumb things, say them out loud to somebody else. Because I guarantee they're probably feeling or thinking a similar thing. And unless when you, it's just the word monkey tits. Unless it's monkey tits. No, I bet you somewhere, yeah. so, somebody who's listening has thought, why don't I have female monkeys have boobs? Yeah. yeah. I've is, seen male monkeys with like saggy pecs. Yeah. So when, they, when they've come off the... the they come the, off the, the, the TRT. Top, the, top, the top leaf. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not on TRT anymore. 
<laughs> I really hope there's a society of monkeys like really bothered about all this stuff, like aesthetic monkeys walking around just pouting. Well, they do like they put their chest out and stuff. They're, they posture up and stuff, so yeah. they've got in like it's not in the way that we are self-conscious, but they it's in them. Yeah, I guess they're posturing and like how we posture is getting our eyebrows done and. and well, that's it. As, it. as my point is, yeah, you can like listen. Drink the pink drinks. Take care of yourself. Do your little skin routines. Dudes, if you want to look better, want to look nicer generally, nobody's going to look at you and go, that dude plucks his eyebrows and moisturises. Mm. People are just going to look at you and go, he looks fresh. Yeah, That's all you're going to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't be afraid of that. And if you want to try something, just go and try it and just be fucking confident in it. And if you've got people, I know we had a question about this actually. If you've got people around you that are doubting what you're doing, my thing would be if you're doing something good and you're really trying to better yourself and it's only it's not making you an asshole it's making you a better person more focused and you've got people around you who are like what does it say on there it was a question about something what do you do if people around you um something about have a go at you for trying to be more motivated or something i'm just having to try and find it 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 was was a ridiculous thing i remember thinking when i read it yeah i can't find it now um we are technologically uh, how do you deal with uh, living with somebody who mocks your motivation to train? Right, kick them out. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Don't live with that motherfucker. Like, why? They're not supporting. Clearly, you're doing something. Training is only a benefit. Unless you're being narcissistic and blasting them every day for not training because maybe they don't want to. Always remember that if you're training, that's about you. Don't yeah. push that onto other people unless they ask you. Yeah. Don't be that fucking guy that goes out to lunch or meals with people and starts talking about the goddamn training yeah listen if you if you do that out his tupperware box oh fuck if, listen if you're the guy who starts talking about training and diet at a meal out trust me everyone just let just let you know everyone at the table hates you yeah and everybody around you who can hear your conversation hates you and nobody cares how good you look if you're talking about that kind of stuff around mm. people it sucks don't be that douche right mm. so as long as you're not being the douche and pushing it on other people and you're just doing it and and it's making you feel better it's making you more motivated and somebody's giving you shit for that Get that person out of your life or give them a chance to change, to, to get on board. And then if they still won't, kick them out. Yeah. And there's a bit, the saying I love, and I'll keep going back to it all the time is, do they feed the flames of your fire or do they try and piss on them? Mm-hmm. If they're trying to piss on your flames, get them out of your life. Yeah. I don't care. And I know it's hard. And I know it's tough that sometimes you've been with these people for a while, but maybe they've been ha- pulling you down for a while. Yeah. I think that happens a lot of the time in new relationships as well, where people like, you know, all excited, especially when people are younger, um, you get all excited for being in a new relationship. You want to spend as much time with each other as you can. And then these little things that you used to do, like going off and training and whatnot, take a bit of a backseat. Mm. And like, you know, you're just enjoying that. And then I think a lot of the time it can they can find that difficult when they're like, oh, I'm going off to do my own thing. It's like, oh, what, what, what about me? Um, <laughs> but I think... Um, realistically when you can explain the process that you know doing this thing makes me feel good makes me feel like more confident in myself makes me feel healthier yeah. and is going to make me live longer i'm genuinely like if no if i don't get hit by a bus at some point <laughs> if i live you know my natural life by having um you know a relatively decent exercise routine and eating healthy will literally make me live longer and not by a little bit by quite a substantial amount so if you're serious about being with me and you actually want me to live longer and actually yeah. spend 10 more years. Yeah. So this hour at the gym that I'm gone for like, you know, three, four times a week 
means we might have 10 more years when I'm 70 or 80 or whatever else. Yeah, no, so. it's probably like that as well. Yeah. For me, it's just the fact that clearly if somebody's passionate about something, you should fuel that passion. Mm-hmm. It's that fucking simple. And if you're not, if, if that for some reason you're so selfish that you can't do that for somebody else, then maybe you need to be on your own, spend some time with yourself for a little bit. And, and also maybe, you know, you need to have a sit down and a little chat. You have that coffee gone quick, boy. I'm sipping mine and it's, it, I can taste the tank. In nice. there, I didn't nice put it all then. in there, did I? Oh, you didn't know. No, that's true. Still a little, yeah, little I little. like the fact you left a, a millimeter of the whiskey. No, there is more. It's because it's hidden. Yeah, more you it's tell it. yourself, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't put yeah. it all in. I, I'm serious, though. I'm, I don't care if if the person who's listening to this make them listen to this. Oi, support your your partner, support your friend, hmm. or piss off. There we go. Because it did say the person they're living with who it didn't necessarily specify that it was their partner. Could be a parent. Yeah. And again, if it's your parent, obviously you got to play by the rules. If you're trying to, like, I don't know, necessarily, if you're trying to get out of doing chores around the house, you're like, oh, I've got to go to the gym, can't do this. Yeah, don't do Fair that. enough. But, show, show how it's a bonus to you. But, but yeah, yeah, explain, you know. I think that's a part of it. A lot of a lot of the time, maybe people from the outside might see it as purely this superficial thing of just being egotistical and wanting to look good. But yeah. when, and obviously that's, that's good, but looking good helps your mental state yeah. and also it makes you healthier. You're going to feel better in yourself. You're going to be a more useful energetic person in other aspects of your life so that you know those few hours a week that you spend working out actually like magnifies all those remaining hours that you have with other people like we say as long as you're not being a douche about it yeah exactly. people can be i yeah. understand that so make sure you're not but um and uh, yeah i don't know just yeah explain it sit down have a word and then if they still like it then if it's as long as it's not your parents <laughs> Get them out. Yeah. Piss off. If yeah. It's our house. Like, All right. Okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I, I guess I'll leave them. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right. Let's do another one. Right. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to flick to the, uh, the new one. So we, we keep it relatively fresh. Um, so we've got a message. In me. What's that? My phone buzzing. It's annoying me. I can't turn it off though. Cool. What is the worst experience on the motorbike? Worst experience, yeah. Um, crashing at sixty-five miles an hour because I was a douche. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if a lot of people know this because I didn't advertise it because I didn't want people to worry. Um, but basically, when I was coming back through the north of France after riding all the way to Barcelona, and then this was like the final leg of the trip. The north of France is really boring, and it's just long-ass motorways where you just sit on a throttle. And you, I was thankful I had like music at least to listen to because I have my. Oh, all head helmets, if you don't know, in motorcycles now have comms units, which are you can build in, and they're all molded to have speakers in the head in the helmets themselves now, and all the and you can talk between each other from from over like a two kilometer distance. They're really great. It makes riding fucking amazing. Yeah. Like imagine talking with your best mate and being able to ride, ride motorbikes. Yeah. And even if you've not met the person before, they are your best friend at the moment. They're next to you on a motorbike because yeah. it's just joyous. Yeah. But um, I and I'll tell you why this isn't a bad thing. I know it's going to sound mad. I'm going to tell you why it's not a bad thing that I came off. So I was coming off the motorway. In France, they ride up your ass. And I mean like half a foot away from you. And it's just the way the French drive. It's what they all do. So coming off, we were coming off at Junction to get fuel. So we were coming off at a service station. And they have like a bit of a windy, like a quite a, a curved lead off into the services. You usually go to a roundabout to then go to the services. It's not like ours where you pull straight in. So it's almost like you're coming off on another road. And so I looked where we were coming off and I'm following the guy in front of me who I was riding with. Now he was on a big GS, BMW GS. So, and he had big panniers on either side, the big metal boxes. Yeah. 
right? So as we're coming off, I look, shoulder check to check the dude behind me if he's coming off behind me as well, just so I'm aware that he's there. But then because we've been on the motor for so long, I've got lazy with, so all you're supposed to do, you do a shoulder check is like, look back, straight back forward again. So it's snap, go, yeah? I did look back, admire the environment and then background. Mm. And at the time I was being a dickhead and admiring nothing really i think i'd been having a bit of like fun with this guy driving next to me so i was like check uh, he was riding off and i think i maybe like gave him a peace sign or something because just uh, being cool over being sensible because i'm a dick (laughs) um so as i was turning around i'd obviously pre-checked where we were turning off and there was loads of runoff so i knew like i wouldn't need to break for at least another 40 50 yards yet so Mm -hmm. i had no real urgency which we should always have urgency when you're riding as I turned back round, the guy in front of me was braking because he'd seen gravel on the road ahead. Mm. So he just started slowing down. But obviously, I didn't anticipate that. So by the time I turned around, he's already braking. So I was like, oh, damn, put my brakes on. But obviously, I'm going I'm going 60-odd mile an hour at this point. He's come down to probably about 40. Mm-hmm. Brakes on. I try and go around the left-hand side of him. Would have made it. But as I mentioned before, he had these big-ass panniers on the side. Yeah. So I clipped his left-hand side pannier, which then high-sided me, because obviously the bike nose then dug in, and I was braking at the same time. So what happens is the front end washed out, it high-sided me. And I just remember going up and going, uh-oh. <laughs> and then, yeah. So that, uh, the bike came down, landed on the right-hand side, and then we slid up onto the grass embankment. The, the bike caught a speed sign, uprooted the entire thing, cement root and everything. Yeah. And when it hit that, it ejected me up the bank. Yeah. So, obviously, I was like, I was like, okay, eyes open, yeah, I'm good, hands, yeah, feet, yeah, cool, yeah, okay, get up, ooh, knees a bit tweaky, but that was like the worst of it. Yeah. Bike, no, it's the first thing you do, you give a shit about the bike. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm over to the bike, pick that thing up, we get it up, the whole front end's shattered, because what's happened is the nose has caught that sign as it goes up, as it went, so... um. It shattered all the front headlight, and obviously it gone down the right hand side. So you, I, I bent the right peg. The um, on your right hand side is your rear brake lever. So luckily the clutch is on the left hand side. But yeah. That's a problem if you can't change gear. But obviously it gone down right, so it's just rear brake, which you don't use too much. That was all bent in. The peg was bent, and then got it back up. It's a Honda, mm. so you you do this like flicky flicky on thing with the engine. You flick it off and on and off the kill switch six times, and that lets it know that because it will auto shut off when yeah. shit happens. Because it has like a tilt sensor in it. Yeah. That resets the tilt sensor. Hit the start button. Boom. Straight back up. Good old girl. Um, And so um, here's the thing, right? So I was riding with a guy called Mark. And at the time, you know, you can freak out at this point. You can really freak out. But Mark was so level-headed. He came over. He was like, you all right? I was like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Knees a bit tweaky. Other than that, fine. He went, okay, cool. How's the bike? Started up. Boom. He went, okay, good. I was like, what? And I was like, I started pranking him. What are we going to do? We're in the middle of fucking France. We've got like 600 miles to get home yet. Mm. And he's like, all right, well, it starts. How are the forks? Yeah, look all right. He said, okay, let's get in services and we'll uh, deal with it from there. Just proper level-headed. And that brings your neg- your like nervous energy right down. Yeah. And this is like what you can do in daily life, I found out now, is there is no point panicking about stuff because what's that going to achieve? Like panicking, building that energy. Mm. You're going to get no benefit from that. No, not at all. So him leveling me off was like, okay, cool. Deal with the situation. We got it into the into the station. We ended up bungee cording the fairing back to the side because obviously all those snap, all the like bolt-on points had snapped because they're just plastic, the fairings. Headlight, we duct taped right around the front of it to stop any more of the glass light buggering off. And I had like one little <laughs> dim headlight on the left-hand side. The whole left-hand side of the bike was perfect. Just yeah. the right was buggered. But what happened is I had soft panniers on the bike 
So that means you have like tail bags and a tank bag. And when the bag had gone over, it actually, so the exhaust is on the right-hand side, carbon mm. exhaust, beautiful thing. The tank bag, it landed on the tank bag. So the tank bag uh, on the back, the tank bags had kept the rear of the bag elevated and yeah. they'd taken all the slide. Right. So all the slide was taken on the front of the fairing, uh, the handle bar, which had bar ends on it, which are there to deal with that kind of shit. Sorry, my uh, my phone just disconnected from the camera there. Why? Honestly. We're so paranoid so, now. Yeah, we're so paranoid. It won't let me reconnect, so we're going to have to go off your timer, which you've got yeah, going that's on cool. there, yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the panniers, my exhaust didn't have a scratch on it. Mm. My helmet, I was wearing my brand new Deadpool helmet. I got up, took that off, not a mark on it. Had nothing. I was like, yes! My... Um, I was wearing uh, like a fully, I never, ever, 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 never fucking ride without head to toe armor. So even if you see me and you think I'm wearing boots and jeans, they're Kevlar jeans, there's armor in them, my boots are like steel shank soles on, you know, they're full, I'm never not covered. But I was wearing full leathers when we were riding this. So the leathers were fucking fine because they, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, the, the top was a textile on the jacket. The whole shoulder was like ripped away and you could just see the armor underneath yeah. on both the elbow all the way up to the shoulder. So it just completely taken all of the slide for me, yeah. like not gone through at all. And it was not a bruise on me, mate, not a mark, <laughs> nothing. Six five I came off, but that's why you wear the kit. Yes. And um, yeah, so we ended up doing that. And I rode, I rode that, I rode that sucker six hundred miles back home, as it was. Got it back home, and here's how I hid it. I made sure I, I took a break when I was coming back, mm. and uh, to get a coffee, so I knew it'd be dark by the time I got back. Yeah. Which was sucked because I had no headlights, so I was following cars to get home. But it also meant when I got home, I could just slide the bike straight into the garage, left hand side showing only, put the right hand side against the wall, and told no one it happened because I didn't want to worry anyone. Yeah. So I was fine. Yeah. Um. And here's the reason this was a good thing that it happened. Right. It, it sounds awful, but. The reason that happened was 120% my error. Mm. Completely and utterly avoidable. Yeah. So I had my come off, because they always say you're going to have an off. Yeah. Like with a car, you're always going to crash a car. Yeah. With a bike, you're always going to have an off. If you wear all the right kit and everything, hopefully you get away with it. And, I, you know, I did. And the reason I was back on that bike in 30 minutes, one, because Mark brought my level down. Yeah. And he was just like, well, we've got to get home. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah we do. And he, said, and he was like, right, we'll just take it easy. And we're going up, it was 40 miles an hour, all good. Yeah, obviously we've got the comms going. 50 miles an hour, all good. Yep, yeah, no shakes, all good. 60, yep, yeah, 70. Oh, we're good, we're good. Okay, any problems, you just let me know. I was like, sweet. And that was it. We were back up to 80 mile an hour straight on the motorway within literally 30 minutes of having a 65 mile an hour crash. And then I was say, I remember saying to him down the thing about 20, 25 minutes down the motorway, I was like, Mark, he's like, yeah. Is it bad that, what just happened happened and I don't give a shit. And he was like, nope, back on the horse. Yeah. <laughs> just that was his attitude. You know, it was, and without him being there, I genuinely think I would have been a bit more flustered about the whole thing. Yeah. But him grounding me like that was brilliant. And that's what I'm saying about if you don't have people around you that do that for you, get rid of them. Yeah. If, they're, if they're amping up your worry and amping up the negative things in your life, fucking get rid of those people, mm. man. Because the difference good people can make is literally life-changing. Yeah. Literally life-changing. But yeah, that was the worst experience that I had on a bike. But again, the reason it was good is because in my head, it was completely avoidable. Yes. And that's why I have no fear from it happening because I can never let that happen again. Yeah. You learned that lesson now. Learned that lesson and learned it in the worst way possible, but learned it. Yeah. I was lucky and, you know, and never, and now I am super vigilant. You know, yeah. I, don't, I think, I think that always does happen, doesn't it? Like sometimes you do have to learn that lesson that the hard way for it really to sink in properly. And, yeah. uh, especially really something do. like that. Like I remember when I first started driving and had like, didn't crash fortunately, but I had like a close call and shit myself. Yeah. And then from that point on, my driving was 
always better from that point on. And this was, you know, within weeks of or like maybe it, months of passing. It is daft. We have to learn that lesson. But when you do have it and you have that like close call, it does buck your fucking ideas up, yeah. doesn't it? It really does. And it does. It does. But the yeah. Anyway, that was that was just, that goes for everything, though, but, doesn't it? But can I just say that was one bad experience against a thousand amazing experiences. Mm. And I do what I do as safely as I can do it. And again, like I said, that was utterly and completely my fault. I should have not spent the extra two seconds looking around me and had my focus back, especially coming off at a junction. Yeah. The last thing you should be doing is being lazy. But it was just because we've been sat for hours and hours just trooping along. Yeah. You, I just switched off. And obviously I learned lesson. I'd never done a, 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 a distance that far before as yeah. well. I'd never done that big of a tour. Yeah. So I didn't realize that that's what happens. But obviously now I'm vigilant and you guys listen to this, know this now as well. So you will also learn from my mistake and not fucking do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking cool on the back is really good, but that not doesn't, that doesn't power. Don't let that overpower the fact of just paying the fucking attention rather than trying to look cool to other people. Yeah. Well, that's a, yeah. that's, a, that's a good experience but, and a bad experience in a sense. On that 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 one thing on that entire trip is not the memory of my trip. The mm. memory of that trip for me is riding through the the Pyrenees mountains, arriving at a seaside village, flying drones against seagulls that were trying to attack it, um, <laughs> you know, losing a mate for fourteen hours in Barcelona where yeah. we had no phone and what. That, there, my memory is that one incident is not the highlight of that trip, which tells you a lot about the fact I was riding for ten days and that doesn't really. Entering yeah. the top ten of what happened, yeah. So no, that's cool. Though. Pros over cons, completely yeah. and utterly. But should we, yeah, should we get another question? Yes, go. So this one is, this is a, a, a we had a very similar question yesterday, um, yeah. and it's just thoughts and experiences on meditation. So we did talk about this. Oh, we did. Yeah, we covered this. Yeah. Um, Listen. So, what are your experiences? What do you do? So for me, uh, I at the moment I'm using the app called um, what's it? Thought thoughtful. Is that what it's called? No, it's Headspace. Headspace, that's the yeah. one. Yes. Um, Headspace, yeah. That's what I'm using at the moment. I'm just using the free trial. You've got like 10 meditations, and you can just redo oh, them if free. you want to. Um, mm. And then there's a paid one where you get loads of access to other things, which I haven't done yet. But um, for the time being, it's just like 10, 15 minutes, and it works really well. Um, just it's it's a hard thing to get used to. You have to like be very forgiving with yourself because – it you can feel awkward, can't it? You yeah. can feel almost a little embarrassed by trying to do it. Yeah. It, and that is the stigma with it. Mm. Like blokes like, oh, fuck meditation, hippie crap. Yeah. Well, no. Realistically, because like meditation now, I think people have this connotation of like someone sitting cross-legged with their fingers like that and in, in going, like, um, in, yeah, go, like, in, trying to in, levitate some kind of or some shit. T- in some teepee somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Whereas yeah. like realistically, what meditation is, is just doing your best to actively clear your mind. Quiet just, the mind. Yeah, just for, yeah. A, for a limited uh, amount of time. And it's... It's um, once you do that and you can start to like kind of turn that on on, a, on a, with like relative consistency, you start to realize how much control you have over your mental energy. And you're like, okay, you can. So when you do have a moment where you feel like you're getting worked up, you're like, it's okay. You disconnect and you look at yourself almost from a third person. You're like, okay, why am I panicking? What's going on? Yeah. And it just gives you that ability. And I think that is more the reality of it, just gives you more control over your own emotions yeah my personal experience with it is that well here's a one for you if you have not joined my morning playlist on spotify mm-hmm. make sure you do that um just search uh, wake up with lex on spotify and it's on there there's three songs that you start with if you don't don't put does spotify always go on shuffle it drives me crackers it's like it auto adjusts to shuffle every time i go to a playlist not sure the, now my playlist in the morning is is structured yeah. there's reasons the songs are in an order 
the first three songs are to wake you up to make you feel good. They're great songs like Frank Sinatra and some other and some other really great beats. But it's three songs. And in that time, the idea is as you get up, make your bed, go downstairs and get a coffee on the go. Mm. And there's enough time in those three th- songs. I think I said three thongs. Three thongs. <laughs> there's enough enough time in those three thongs yeah. to um, get that done. And then the fourth track on there, I think it's the fourth track, is an Alan Watts 11 or 12 minute meditation. And so the idea is you get up, make your bed, go downstairs, get your coffee and sit and do the meditation. Mm-hmm. And here's what I, honestly, try it, guys. Just go on that playlist and find that one meditation. Even if you just skip straight to it to have a go. Alan Watts talks you through the meditation whilst there's binaural beats going on and a really chilled um, like back background music going there as well. And he talks you through how to get into the meditative state as you're meditating. And yeah. it's super because as it gets, you want to get better as the track goes on. Yeah. And it's 11 minutes. Um, and for me, here's what I've realized. When you sit and meditate, you close your eyes. And so all you're f- feeling is the way your body is and the sounds around you. And so what I've noticed is it really helps me focus on posture and what's wrong with my posture when I'm sat because I'm trying to sit in a certain way. Yeah. And stuff aches and it's hard to hold it in a certain position. Yeah. I'm like, oh, damn, this is a real lazy part of my posture. I need to start doing this. So that's benefit one. Benefit two during it, Alan talks about like, don't try and, he says, listen to what's going on around you, but don't try and name the sounds. Don't think about the sounds. Just let them flow as if they're just a music in the back. Like it's just, just the music of the world. Yeah. This has been huge for me because what this has done with me doing the meditations, which I'm going to be honest with you guys now, I've, I've slacked on the last two weeks because I've had bad sleeping patterns. And we also said this to the week as well. If you're having a bad day, look at your sleep because every single day I've had low energy, I've gone to bed late the night before. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's real. It affects me every time yeah, without fail. So I will get back into this meditation with you guys. If you start this now, I'll be doing it with you. But he, yeah, so you've got the posture thing, you feel it in the body, but the quieting of the noises and just like, so for me, I'm really bad at picking up sounds. Always have been since I was a kid. So like, even to like, I used to be able to hear my mum's clock ticking through the wall from her bedroom. Yeah. And I don't know if that's normal or whatever, but I couldn't sleep if I could hear that. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd go and have to. It's t- easy to like, once you become, once you like notice something like that, it's really hard to not yeah. notice it and forget about but it. My nature was to pick up on noises, even not thinking about picking up on noises. Yeah. I would just hear them. And it was as if my mind would focus in on the sound that's not silence. And that would then wake me up or keep me awake. So by doing this meditation where you just let sounds flow around you and through you, I now can sleep with my bedroom window open and now obviously there's cars going past in early in the mornings and the the other night and I said this yesterday so you can know what I'm going to say now a cars were going past and the sound of the cars going past in the just silence of the night actually soothed me mm-hmm. because I it was just the sound of bedtime yeah and that's how I changed my mind whereas before I'd have to get up shut that window shut the blind do all that kind of stuff now I can sleep with the blind open and have those sounds don't bother me and get into sleep in fact I listen to now soft music whilst going to sleep yeah so the benefits of meditation one postural um you you get more in contact with your body mind to muscle uh the ability to quiet in your mind and change bad habits and then i also think if you do it with somebody else it helps you get over uncomfortable silences because it is awkward like when you're just sat and you're not talking just listening both together only hearing each other breathe yeah that can be really awkward i've never meditated with anyone else well we're gonna do it after this we're gonna do 11 minutes i did it in a field when Yusuf came around the other day, yeah. Yusuf's the guy who does the five goes with me sometimes. And we just went for a run and partway through the run, we stopped in the middle of the field and just meditated. Mm-hmm. And he's like down with it. He's so easy. He's already done loads of meditations. I'm new to it. 
And it was just so cool. Like there was no, it did feel really awkward to me at first, but then I realized that when he didn't give a shit, I was like, just completely relaxed. Yeah. And it does. So I think meditating with somebody else as well and just having that silence together can really help. If you, if you live together, maybe it can help grow a better bond or just one, just stop you feeling awkward about silences. Yeah. Honestly, it's it, the benefits of it. The only reason we, we we put it as being like a hippie-ish thing to do is because that's the only way we've ever seen it. Yeah. It's been like misrepresented for a long time, I think. I don't even think misrepresented. It's just that they're an extreme, aren't they? Yeah. Like they're super into nature, touching the earth, but they do it all day, every day. That's mm. their life. So we it's, it's like watch, it's like looking at a bodybuilder in the Olympia yeah. and saying, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like you fucking could anyway. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, You're yeah. never going to be that. It's finding yeah. that middle ground. Yeah, What? Yeah. what's realistic and yeah. what, what's like that sweet spot between like you get lots of the benefits but without having to dedicate your life towards yeah. like yeah. the one, one little aspect of yeah. something. And so I would I would 100% always, I would just, at no point would anyone say, do you not recommend days? Would you not recommend meditation at no point ever in my life if I feel like I'd say, yeah, I don't recommend it. Yeah, no, it's literally, I think pretty much everybody could benefit from yeah, that. Just, yeah, 100%. It just calms your mind, really does, really good. So, yeah, that was a good question. Hmm. Um. So, what uh, What we got here? Uh, how do you start building your own business and yeah. making your own plans? Like, how do you get started with that? I think the, the key point of that. Haven't is. we done this, though? Because we talked about your you starting your business and not having any knowledge. Yeah, I think, like, just as a real quick summary of it, I just say that... it's such a big question, that is huge. I think when mm. getting started, start writing shit down. Like, don't just have ideas and just passively just let them come and go. Start yeah. making notes. Start actually actively planning stuff out. Look at, like, you know, depending on what the business is, look at expenses, look at... Um, other businesses that do something similar to what you want to do and start getting shit on paper or typed up on the computer, preferably on paper somewhere where it's lying around so get you a can journal. see it. Maybe get yeah. a journal, write down those notes. Yeah, put it on your fridge. Literally, like, get anywhere where you can, like, make, an, make notes and make something visible, yeah. and then you can start to identify areas where you need to dig deeper to learn more, yeah. um, whether that be looking on YouTube for videos on, you know, certain aspects of business, like how to set up Shopify yeah. or, you know, getting books books on how to set up different businesses in different formats and whatnot there's fuck loads of information everywhere but literally the first step and you have no idea how powerful it is until you've actually done it is start writing something down about it and start actually physically like take that that thought and then put it into paper because then it is a physical thing. The process is started. It goes to what we said before about task lists, doesn't yeah. it? You need to so, and it's the same thing of being realistic as well. Mm. Like you get people who say, oh, "I want to be a profit developer." You know, yeah. okay, cool. How are you going to go about that? And yeah. they go, "Well, I'll buy a small property." Mm-hmm. But oh, you think that's step one? Yeah. Like you, you dumb, you dumb dumb. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. dumb dumb. Yeah. Like the, people assume that they they skip like ten steps, assuming that that that's the first step. Mm-hmm. So you have to go through those finer details. So if you want to set up your own business, you're going to have to look at right what business sector you're in. Um, is social media a benefit to it? Are you going to need a website? How you know you can do all these things. So you can build your own website. So go look into that. Are you yeah. capable of doing that? If you're not, how else are you going to fund having that? Because you're going to need it. Um, is it suitable currently for you to do this with your lifestyle? Can you afford to do it right now? Because mm-hmm. if you can't. You need to be in a job. You need to get a job that funds your current ability to have a roof over your head and food in your belly yeah. whilst you work on the other project. Yeah, and you could start building up a business plan. Even So like, I would recommend everyone getting a business plan so that is basically the plan of the business, how it's going to run, how it's yeah. going to operate, all the, all the moving parts of it. Because one, if you want funding, you need a business plan to get any money from a bank or an investor. So they're not even going to look at you unless you've got a business plan. Yeah. 
and even if you don't need that funding, if it's something that you can start with minimal, you know, initial outlay, still do it because you need that. <laughs> like you need to be able to look at everything because there's so many, depending on the business, there's so many fucking moving parts that you cannot retain every bit of information from every single moving part of your business Not a chance, yeah. all in your head at once while still learning other things and while making mistakes and while changing because that process will constantly change even when that business is up and running. The, the process is like I'm three over three years into the business that I've got. Is it four? Fuck knows. I don't know. And <laughs> things are still changing constantly and we're still like getting rid of old systems and putting new systems in place. Pretty much everything that we did at day one doesn't happen now. Yeah, and that's another thing. Is to try, you're not going to be perfect out the gate either. You're going to learn a lot on the way. You're going to make mistakes, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like You don't get better without making mistakes. No. So that's all good. But I think just make sure you're safeguarded. Make sure you know, there's always a, you're know always going to have roof over your head, food in your belly. Like I, when I went to start something new that was going to take more, most of my assets, I moved back home. Mm-hmm. I did it twice. Yeah. Moved back home. You know, I'm lucky my mum was, you know, cool with that. Yeah, I did the but same. I, you know, that's what I did because that was what I needed to do to get to what I wanted to be doing. So again, it's like, what sacrifices are you willing to make to get where you want to be? And I'm not talking about, you know, caveman sacrifices, like, oh, no friends, you know, no sleep, work yeah. to death. Because, you know, that's the extreme. Again, you've got to find that balance, but you are going to have... 16 hour days mm-hmm. you know it's going to be a reality but i'm telling you one thing you're not going to mind doing it yeah you don't care when you're working for yourself and you put those hours in you don't care because yeah. you're doing it for you yeah. so don't be afraid of that yeah and i think that's a thing i saw something the other day um somebody asked elon musk because like any any words of motivation um for entrepreneurs and then he answered, if you need words of motivation, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Very good. And I was like, yeah, that's that fucking true. Because there's no one to pat you on your back when you're doing this off, on your well, own. Yeah, be aware of that. It's nobody kicking you out of bed in the morning. Nobody oh. dragging you up saying you've got to do work. Yeah. And that is going to be one of the hardest things you'll face. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, not everybody, not everyone is going to want to do that, enjoy yeah. that, is capable of doing that. And that's oh. cool. You don't have to be. But if you... Yeah. If you feel like you need those words of motivation. I 100% agree. You probably, by getting into some kind of entrepreneurial venture, it's probably the wrong thing for you because that's on you. It's literally just all on you. So if you can't, if you ain't got that fire already, maybe uh, yeah. maybe do something different. 100% agree, mate. 100% agree. And also understand when you look at people launching businesses on Instagram, they're not just doing it in the three weeks you've seen them talk about it. Mm. It's been going on. So I've got Reckless Designs, which is going to be... So I've done clothing before. I'm relaunching as a brand new company, Reckless Designs, and it's, this is a, a step up in level. You know, I've got investors with it. We're doing full... Like, it's designed by people who make stuff for ASOS and other things like yeah. that. Like, it's it's legit. Like, everything's serious. And this has been in the works since last year. And it's only going to be coming out like midway through this year. So you're talking about a year's worth of development just to have these things done, yeah. you know, and that costs time and money during that year where you're mm-hmm. making nothing back. Mm-hmm. So you, you be realistic. You don't think of something and within three months, it'd be a thing. Mm-hmm. It's just not how it works. Yeah. So that realistic timelines as well. Okay. Yeah. I think we answered that. That's cool. Yeah. No, that is. That's we didn't make that too boring either. I don't think. No, not sure. Monkey tits. It reminded me of some a question that we had yesterday. I can't remember what it was now. When we were talking about something something in there, I can't remember what it was now. Um, in the meantime, while I'm trying to figure it out, there's one that's just a nice, simple one. What is your least favourite back movement to do? Oh. And, do you know, and why don't here's you like a funny it? thing. Um, that wasn't a fart. That was me scratching the chair in case that picked up. It was a up. fart. <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> you, you had Indian three days ago. <laughs> um, I did, actually. 
Did you? Yeah, my mate came uh, came around and, and said hello. I hadn't seen him in years. Uh, my barber from up north, mm. Harris. Some of you guys will remember him in YouTube videos. He was the guy that shaved my beard off for me. And then also, Harris is the reason I have a beard, you know? Yeah. He, um, so when I went in, I'd grown a load of stubble out. And he was like, do you want me to line that up for you and keep it? Because I'd never, I used to just go in and get clean shaved all the time mm. with him, like cutthroat. And I'd be like, yeah, all right then. And so he lined it up and I really liked the I'd never had my stubble lined up before and like mm. shaped. And then slowly from that, I ended up growing a beard, which yeah. is now this. Yeah. So Harris is actually the uh, the fundamental reason I have one. But um, what did I say about that? Well, it was... Least favourite back movie. Yeah, least favourite from that. I have no fucking clue, mate. <laughs> what was that about? There was purpose behind it. Anyway, it's gone. Sorry, folks. Oh, you um, said you, you farted. You didn't fart, but you said, I said you farted. And then about the Indian. Oh, Indian. Oh, yeah. So he came down and um, his wife had cooked these gorgeous three India, like, uh, Indian meals. One was... Uh, uh, like a chicken shishlak or something. Yeah. And then the other one was, oh, she did a Moroccan lamb tagine. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What amazing food. If you don't eat Indian food because you think it's going to be too spicy, there is so much Indian, Moroccan, these Eastern foods, best food in the world, telling you, try more. Anyway, least favourite bat movement. Um, I used to really, really hate close grip um, lap pull downs because mm-hmm. I just used to never be able to feel them on my back it always burned my forearms out yeah. and stuff and now love them fun fact I used to hate training back in general and yeah. it's one of my best features but the reason I used to hate it was because my forearms and biceps would hurt first yeah so I get that still well the way the back body works is whatever burns out first that's the pain you're going to feel because you can only feel one pain at once here's mm-hmm. a fun fact so if we if, if like we fall out and I get a group of mates together and jump you on a night. Yeah. And I'm like, take this, Mr. Lewis. Yeah. We trip you up and we all have a good kicking at you. Beat and you're like, up. ah, please stop kicking me. I'm like, shut up, cough boy. And I'm kicking you and just hoofing you. Yeah. And you're like, no, please don't. I'm so beautiful. And shut up and kick you in the eyebrow. You yeah. beautiful bastard. Girthy eyebrows. Yeah, and keep kicking girthy calves. So we're kicking your eyebrows and your calves in real nice. Yeah. yeah. And there's three of us doing it. So you're like, kick, 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 kick. And you're like, no, no. And then you think, oh, I can only feel one of every three, three of these kicks in the middle of it. Because yeah. obviously you're intellectual. That's what I think about, yeah. yeah. That's what happens when people, you know. But that is why. So what happens is, is when, when a pain hits, boom, our system spikes. You feel that pain. But in the reset time, you can't feel anything else. Mm-hmm. So if your forearms and biceps are constantly spiking that system, bang, 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 you can't feel the back pain kicking in. Yeah. And um, so... I would constantly feel this burnout in my forearms and biceps and would get mad mm. and would try and like lift through it. So it would turn out like I'd, I'd leave the gym thinking I had the worst back day ever because I couldn't feel my back hurting at all. Yeah. I would wake up the next day crippled yeah. because I was training back through its own pain that I couldn't feel. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So I actually ended up developing really good back as a result of this forearm and bicep pain. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. yeah, I have a similar thing. I really don't like training back at the moment. That's probably my least favourite thing to train just because of that exact reason. Forearms feel like they're about to pop. Yeah. And I'm just like, I never feel anything. The contraction always feels kind of crappy. And like, but for me, my back is a lagging body part, probably comparatively to everything else. So I don't know. But who cares? I can't see it. <laughs> That's the worst part about it. Mine's decent and I never get to look at it. Stupid thing. That's so, why we need an owl head. Yes. Yeah. That's our next just evolutionary step backs. for just egotism. Yeah. Just vanity is 360 degree twisting heads. I'd say for me, and it's, <laughs> and I've never actually done it, but I just don't really see the point of it. I, I'm kind of somebody who favours. I don't like movements that just disregard load so it's so light and fluffy that you're like what are we talking about 
so like movement in general. Which so, one you don't like? So it's you know the lat pull down. That's the we're talking do, about lat pull down. But where you do single arm, one arm at a time, and leave the uh, other. Arm. That's a great movement. See, I, I've never done it, but I'm just like. Right, here's the reason that's not a great gonna be movement. Able to do much. If you, it's not about the weight. Yeah. It's about making each side work independently whilst one side actively rests in a static hold. Yeah. The other one lifts because if you try it, you'll see whichever side you're pulling in with, the other side that's supposed to be rigid and stable mm. will try and pull in a little bit as well. Yeah. And what that does is it means that you're not able to separate left from right. Yeah. And by doing that movement and doing it over and over, you begin to separate left from right, which then when you go and do the big heavy movements, allows you to feel left to right much yeah. more. So it's almost like a builder movement. I was going to say, I've seen a lot of legit lifters do it. I just see it and I I'm just like, it. that looks stupid. Well, I have a gimpy left shoulder and full left side hinge, like yeah. hitched up. And that movement really helped me reconnect with that left side, which... Maybe yeah. I'll give it a try, but yeah, who am I to give advice on that? Because all, all my back movements are <laughs> Yeah, weird one. Back, who's hate it? One of the best parts. Actually really enjoy it now. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think uh, back is a funny one for a lot of people as well, isn't it? I know a lot of people that just... you can't see it. Yeah, and, it's, and, and no the pu- mirror, mirror visual. A, a pump in your back is different to a pump in other places. Yeah. Because you can't really... You can't flex your I back. I just like feel flex. thick. Yeah. Once I've done back, I feel like, yes. Yeah, like somebody had hit you with a pool cue and it had just snap <laughs> off your Yeah, back. you feel, yeah. Yeah. Back. Bend around. How much you. time we got left on a dumb recorder? I think we're uh, we're okay, mate. we got about two and a half minutes, mate. Okay. We're still okay. We'll, we'll keep it recording. Crack on next question and we'll so, get um, two minutes. I, well, this was a good one from yesterday. Why is everyone such a wanker? <laughs> Oh, my answer to this one yesterday, why is everyone such a wanker? It's not that there are more wankers in the world. It's just that the wankers now have more of a voice because there's social media. Mm. So you just hear or see more of the wankers than you used to. But the world is still a great and vi- bright and vibrant place full of lovely people. Yeah. So don't focus on the wankers. Mute their stories. Don't follow them. And uh, carry on on your merry way. Mm. It is easy to like... You can have, like, I bet you get this, um, whether you're obviously detached from it now, but, like, putting yourself out on social media, you can get, like, a hundred great comments yeah. and then one person will say something <laughs> negative and it's so easy to feel yeah. like you've fucked something up or, like, you're There's focusing on that, that as negative. There? Where they say in terms of emotion, it takes 14 positive comments yeah. to balance one negative. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's just, I suppose that's that natural, like, fight or flight inside yeah. us that we, when we see something negative, we're like, oh, fuck, oh, it's yeah. really bad. But then we, we doubt all the hundreds so of good things that we maybe get. Maybe actively start putting more value into those positive comments that you see, really start appreciating them and reply back to them. Yeah. You really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You can add more weight to those Add more weight comments. to those and just don't respond to the negative ones unless you're going to say something really funny back. Mm. Like, I love to just say something ridiculous back and just, like, cut them off completely. Yeah. Cut the balls off straight <laughs> so um we got a question here what is the most amount of muscle lost due to an injury um all of it yeah like literally if you're buggered say you like i, I, I think this let's say you, you blow out both your, you. both your achilles tendons you're gonna lose all everything like because you're gonna not be able to train i think this is specific to you though oh, or like, well me one. and you it's like have you have you had an How injury much that, get like, loss um yeah. i would say when i really hurt my shoulder so you can see there's pictures of me at like, I think it's like the fourth body power I do with Gymshark and I'm jacked and shredded. Mm. And that, and then you look at me the year before and I'm like nowhere near the same. Mm. There's a year's difference. That's because in that year, my shoulder healed and I was able to do pressing motions again properly. Yeah. And it just blew my upper. If you look at my torso and everything, that's not much different, mm. but it's just my chest, shoulders, traps areas, all that is just way better. Yeah. So proportionately, and yeah, obviously yeah, I was yeah. able to do better, heavier bicep curls and stuff like that because negatives used to kill me. 
the uh-huh. negative of reps used to really hurt my shoulder. So when that healed up, that was different. So I would say the difference of that was probably about like four or five kilos. Yeah. Like it was a fair wallop that I was able to go up. Oh, that was a funny noise. Mm. What was that? That was the alarm going off because I never researched it. Oh, because there I think, we yeah. go. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the, the most I've lost, and it's probably two things. One, you can't train the same because you get hurt. And two, you get a bit demotivated. So your diet tends to take a bit of a nosedive too. Mm. Um, you tend to look a bit, you just, you can't put the same intensity in. You are going to yeah. lose it. But so, yeah. it's, the thing that Probably eight pounds. The thing that's hard to quantify as well is... Like, because there's so much other factors that goes into it, like glycogen in, in the muscle and whatnot. To, so yeah, glycogen you can, retention. You can, you can look super flat and be actually lighter, but then how much of that is actual muscle tissue? Do you know what I mean? Whether that yeah. muscle tissue's gone? Um, yeah. If you if you start a diet and you in the first week you're like I lost four pounds, you lost three pounds of water weight pretty much because if you've gone on a diet at the same time that you, you're doing this, um, you are reducing basically the amount of glycogen in your system and the reason we look full when we're full of glycogen is because with every, um, I want to say molecule, I think that's the right word, of, of glycogen, you pull in a molecule of water. So it's like gram for gram. Every gram of glycogen pulls in a mill of water into the muscle. Mm. So obviously the less glycogen you've got, less water in the muscle, less full, less you know, round you're going to look. Yeah. So, so handy hint, when you lose weight in that first week, it's not all fat loss or anything. It's just yeah, it's a, it's a hard one to say. And also that's the thing with, with an injury and when that kind of drops off you, it'll come back really quickly. So it's not even worth, oh, dude. It's not even worth worrying about. Too My much. shoulder healed. Like I think I, I've been able, I, I'd say I've been at a good ni- 90-ish percent training ability now. Mm. And it's been for the last six months. I I've put I now I'm a solid eighty three kilo. Like even if I'm a bit lazy. Yeah. Whereas before I was rocking at like seventy eight. Yeah. And now I'm holding eighty three easy. Mm. And that's simply because I'm my movements are stronger. I'm able to. I'm not even moving a lot more weight. I'm just moving it better. Yeah. And I'm able to focus it more. And there's less focus on me my shoulder not hurting. You know, trying to make that not hurt. Yeah. So it's huge, huge differences when you, you come back through. Like literally as if like, you could look at differences and be like, you started taking something. No, motherfuckers, the guy's just healed. Yeah. And he's able to train properly again, dipshits. If you can't train properly, you are going to I, well, I had somebody the other day ask if I started taking something. I was like, oh, yes, that's like the <laughs> that's ultimate compliment. It, it, it is a compliment. Yeah. It is a compliment. Yeah. And even when I train, like <clears throat> I will, you've seen me pre-training and mid-training, haven't yeah. you? I'm a different human with yeah. a pump up it's it, like yeah. it's almost retarded yeah. the difference yeah so obviously a lot of people online and social see me mid-session or during those sessions so for me i can understand why someone looking at me mid-session would think yeah oh he's on everything he's on all the good yeah but i'd be like okay come back in 60 minutes mate when I'm yeah when i'm flat yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it, it makes like, a, a pump makes a huge difference huge. and lighting and there's so many other yeah. things and like yeah it, it's uh Obviously, not got a problem if people do want to do shit like that. That's cool. No, it's cool. Um, a lot of it is to do with proportions. So my proportions, I obviously, like I said, ankles of a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. Wrists of a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. All my joints are tiny. So when my muscles swell around the joints, it makes them look even more yeah. um, round and voluptuous than they actually are. I think if somebody... So if we had two... If we had a photo of like each other, but not next to each other, with yeah. no context, you would look far bigger than me. Yeah, but you weigh... But I weigh 10 kilos more. Is it t- 22 pounds you weigh? Yeah, more than oh, yeah I'm like 10 kilos which is heavier. insane. So like, yeah, I know, but Lex would look bigger than me just proportionally. Yeah. Obviously, you're leaner as well, which does kind of help with that That's illusion. That's another thing, too. yeah. The, the leaner you are and then when you get a pump, obviously makes you look crazier. Yeah. Then you don't, so again, that visually makes people think you're 
even more insane than you really are because yeah. obviously that pump dissipates and that when you're training the water is pulled from into the muscle so you lose a lot of that subcutaneous water that you often hold during the day yeah. um, which is great actually if you uh, if you do have uh, creatine is a great one for getting rid of sub-Q water as well because creatine draws water into the muscle Sure, I didn't yeah, think which about is, a, that. is a myth that uh, it bloats you, uh, makes you look watery. It doesn't at all. It does the opposite. So, uh, have you got any views on the in- influences in Dubai? Influences in Dubai. Oh, dude, sick of it. Yeah. Sick of it. it. Annoyed me within a week. Yeah. I just don't know. I like seeing real stuff, and when I see random people gathering in a certain spot for no other reason than because other people are doing it. It's no longer real to me. It's, yeah. it's constructed. Well, they all fled there with COVID <laughs> as well, didn't they? So, like, everyone just kind of disappeared. It was the only place you could go and train. And I understand, like, if you were suffering and you were like, sod this, and that was the place you could go and train, that's cool. But, like, if you... I don't like I don't like the way that Dubai glamorizes everything. I think it's a real... People put it out there as if it's, hey, cool, look at this. But what you're doing is you're putting out all this stuff that's cool in a time where people can't do... Sh- fuck all yeah so you're making them feel worse like what are you doing yeah it's a bit weird like that that was their excuse I hey think, look you're all suffering and we're on a beach yeah i think if they would have just <laughs> been open and honest and just like look i want to get the fuck out of the country yeah we go somewhere, somewhere right? i could be normal and i could get that then yeah. i fived with that but yeah. it was it was when they were just like hey stay motivated or you're in fuck what yeah so and don't get me and they're all in there as well getting deals like they're paying like 50 quid a night for a hotel room yeah. because they're all on an influencer deal. Yeah. So it's cost them feck all, which is in in a way really clever. Like, but I, I, I did have a moment where I thought, oh, should I go out? Mm. And then I thought, no, because mm. Dubai does nothing for me. I have no interest in going there. Yeah. I love history and I love going and being able to explore historical things. And Dubai is all brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. So it doesn't appeal to me at all. And it seems really superficial. And I just think in my current mindset and everything the way I am, that's a real, it would not be a positive influence on, on Yeah, it'd be very me. hollow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Didn't vibe with it. Oh, fair enough. No, neither yeah. did I really. I think, like, like I said, it was just um, whether that's, whether the intentions were there, I think probably for most people, it probably just pissed people off. Yeah. I, do you know who I did love watching um, and still do is um, Artemis. Artemis Dolgen, I think is how you say his name. Artemis, he's on um, his Instagram guy. He's currently in Alaska, just yeah. riding snowmobiles through places and stuff. And he just went and lived in the desert, you know, in the lockdown LA. Yeah. He was like, yeah, no. Just took a, took a bench and weights and a like a mobile home out into the desert. Yeah. And just like, fuck lot of you. Yeah. <laughs> and a bike. So he just went riding and just trained out of the desert. I was like, yeah, now cool. that. I can vibe with. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Really cool. Because cool. he was all about, look at what's around us. You don't, mm. We don't need all that shit that they're locking us down from anyway. Look what's here. Look what is right on our doorstep. Yeah. And uh, and how he was like creating his own environment to be able to train and carry on doing these things. So he was really good. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I've, I've got one question here. This one's just for me. So it's, uh, when are the BCB t-shirts coming out? And we ordered them yesterday. So probably within about four weeks or so, we should have everything with us. Um, I say you should do it definitely. Launch them on the day you reopen the gym. That's what we're hoping for. That's what we're going to aim for. But obviously, if that gets delayed, which there's a chance that that may happen, the, the opening, we we still don't know. Nothing it's safe. April 8th, isn't it? Something around that, yeah. Listen, Boris, because obviously I'm assuming Boris listens to us. Of course he does. If you don't open the gyms on April the 8th, which, by the way, I'm already pissed off about that you're opening theme parks before gyms. What the actual shit, Boris? Um, if you don't open them on April the 8th, I am going to... Bull charge parliament. I will dodge. I've got a good sidestep. I played rugby for years. I will get into that parliamentary room whilst you're on TV 
and I will bull rush you and punch you square in the dick. Right on the tip, as you hard were, as I can. You said yesterday uh, you, you, you're going to headbutt him. Flying, diving, oh, super nut. Yeah. Super see, nut headbutt. There's a whole... Con- there's a you whole missed story. a whole really hilarious conversation. How do we even get onto that? Yeah, I can't even remember about that? super It was nut. funny, but I wanted- Oh, it was about edging and then... Oh, yeah, what was I saying about edge? I said something about edge. And yeah. you were like, are you being rude? That was it. I said something about getting ed- towards the edge or something like that. And then... I and could I see, I could see Lewis's eyes widen and a smirk appear. And I was like, "What are you thinking?" He was like, are, are you, are, "Have you heard of edging?" And I was like, "No." Go on, what is so, edging? Like basically, when you like get right to the point of orgasm, but just just before it, you lose, before you don't have any control anymore, um, and then like stop back and forth. So this can be like guys and girls. You can do this. Um, and then when you do orgasm, then it's just a way better one because it's, it's, it's like a super you like, nut. Yeah, and then yeah, that was, that's, <laughs> that's when super it. nut building the super nut. And then I was like, I, I was like, I, I, I really hope that if you do do this, that when you do go, you're like super nuts. Yeah. That Superman <laughs> and pose. Then you put one arm out. Yeah, one arm in the air. Yeah, one arm in the air to scream super nut. And then I would uh, please listen if you're listening to this. The next. <laughs> Next time you're with a girl or your girl, just please for me, just at, the, at that moment, please yeah. just go super nuts and then message me that you did it because it would just make my day brighter. It's the best thing ever. And I just, it, it, and then just, just capture in your mind the face your girl pulls yeah. whilst you do that, just for your own comedy value. Yeah. Just lifetime screenshot it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then super that's where nut. it came from with uh, with Boris. So you're just going with a flying headbutt. Flying headbutt. So then super nut has a different meaning. It's a it has oh, dual yeah. meanings. S- super headbutt. Dropping the nut. Yeah. Well, actually dropping the headbutt. So there we go. <laughs> Do you want to have a look at some of the fresh questions oh, now? Because yeah, we we're into the, the last third now. Okay. Cool, we still got thanks. like 20 minutes. I think. Oh, we still, we're still good, but right, yeah. So these are going to be the questions that we've had so from, this from morning, the morning. Yeah. Once we announced that the other podcast died. There's me on a motorbike doing some cool stuff. Oh, the really cool drawing. Do you remember seeing that yeah. from last night? Some guy, um, actually, I'm going to give him a shout out because he was really sick. What's the guy's name? It's at Frezturn, F-R-E-Z-T-E-R-N. And he does like comic book drawings of real photos that I've done. And he's done an absolutely sick one of me with the, my Bane jacket on by my motorbike. Mm, it was really it's cool. Actually. Really cool. I've actually had got him to send me the original high def image. I'm going to get it put on a canvas. Yeah, that's hundred percent because it's so it's dope. Right, let's have a look. See questions from today. Pass my gooch. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, there's tons. All right, right. Let's right. We're going to go through these. She blast them. Yeah, okay. quick fire. So quick fire round. If you could travel to any point in time, when and where would you go? Oh, God damn it. Do you know what? I would go back to, I think, probably the 1980s, early 90s, end of the 70s, early 80s. I think ancient Greece. Like, I haven't got a specific time frame, but that's where I'd be going. Yeah, I'd try to get murdered if you did Yeah, that. I know, but do we have to live there from then yes, on? Or I do we so. just have, like, a or day there? Or, yeah. Oh, if you're just visiting, fuck yeah, gladiatorial times. Yeah. Yeah, but just you like have a, to stay. You get a, I'm going to get a fortnight there. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. A new skill or activity that you always wanted to try and why? Well, guitar. And I have it and I've done two lessons so far for myself. I've learnt the I've learnt A and E major chords so far. Nice. 
Yeah. I need to do this every day. I've only, I'd started it every day, but then obviously I just had a lot of workload coming and some new stuff coming in, which is really cool. Oh, got a, a side note, got a really cool announcement coming with RDX. So if you've seen the punching bags and everything I'm using on there, do not go and buy them yet because I will have discounts for you guys. Um, but yeah, so guitar, electric guitar, or normal guitar is my one that I'm doing now. For me, it'd just be, I just, well, I'm not, I haven't learned it yet, but it's in the pipeline is motorbike. Yes. We spoke about this loads, yes. but yeah, that is, that's the next thing oh, on the to-do list. So good. So yeah, I will get my license. Oh, and yeah, because I managed to get out on the go yesterday. Um, and I did a little tootle on the old BMW, um, the, my, my classic, but she needs a new clutch. So when I was riding her, I rode really gently. And only short distance, and it was just to really get the engine moving. I think because it's been sat for so long. But the Honda went for MOT yesterday, and it's a good twenty-minute ride away. And so I hadn't ridden it for a while. And when I ride normally, I'm quite—I get quite relaxed with it, and I ride in a higher gear than I need because I'm not going to be buzzing everywhere. But this time I was riding it, I was kept it in like the burble gear, I call it, yeah. where it's like, it's like, yeah. And then there were a few times where I just had to nip round some something or round the corner, and I put it on, it just went, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in my helmet, just this big smile. And I literally, in the middle of it, just was, I, I did like a quick run down this like dual carriageway bit where I opened her up. And at the end of it, I just literally went, woo! <laughs> you know, proper yeah. just sheer enjoyment. Fuck, I love riding. And that, yeah, we had a question, actually, like, like clearing minds and stuff in the morning at like the meditation. Yeah. If you're feeling bad, oh, we had a really good suggestion actually, and I don't want to skip this. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling uh, a little bit unmotivated and down, like you've got maybe overloaded with with tasks you don't want to do that are boring. We said, and you're like me, quite hands-on. Mm, yeah. Go and do something, a task that's like a bit more manual that you know you're going to enjoy first in the day. Yeah. And that will often clear your mind and set you up for uh, doing the stuff that's less manual and maybe yeah. is a bit more boring. That's, that's assuming that you have a predisposition to, to liking manual tasks. Basically, yeah. whatever, whatever task you've got or the task for the day, Pick the one that you probably are going to do the best at and then knock that one out first. Yeah. Feel good, build the positive momentum and then move on to the other tasks yeah. which you might be shitter at and might require a lot more effort and motivation. Or like we said before as well, if you feel real shitty about that, get outside mm-hmm. because yeah. it's the four walls of the house can often make you feel really glum because it's the same environment, same view. That's why the fresh air in the morning is so important. Yeah. Get like, cause it, it opens you up to the world again, makes you, oh, fuck, new day, you yeah. know? And the thing for me is motorbikes is just so leveling. Get on that bike, ride it for a couple hours, come back. I feel like a new man. Yeah. Oh, so good. Can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, honestly, mate, so good. Especially with the comms, because you can imagine this dumb conversation we're having now, but we have it while riding motorbikes. Oh, that'd be amazing. Imagine if we could record one of those. We probably could. Yeah. Oh, there's a challenge. Yeah. You have to pass your test. The podcast on the motorbike. You get booked in. There's going to be a flood of it, you know. I know, mate. You get CBT done. You got that last two years. Get that done easy. That's just a fun day. Two around on like one, two fives. Okay. How did you get out? How did you get out of the nine to five job? I stayed in the nine to five job as long as I needed to keep the money coming in. We've talked about this before to have a roof over my head, food in my belly. And I kept working on my other projects on the side until they became strong enough to leave for. That's pretty much what I did. Yeah. And that's what you did. Yeah. You well, owned the gym I, for a full year and kept working at God knows how many hours a week. Yeah. So I've, technically I've never had a nine to five. So like with everything, I've, my hours have always been all over the place and I've always been self-employed. So it's always yeah. been kind of down to, I do as much work as I possibly can because I, the more I work, the more I get paid. But you were fitting signs and labouring yeah. whilst you were on that gym for the entire first two years? Yeah. T- uh, over two years. Yeah. Yeah. So there um, you go. That's so, how you get out of it is by building it until it becomes something you can leave for. Yeah. You've got to be got to be willing to put in a lot of work because yeah. I was earning more money than would cost me to pay somebody else to do that job. Yeah. So I effectively worked and then paid somebody else to, to manage and do the other bits that, that I 
couldn't do just because financially it may meant I was a little bit better off, even though I wasn't in the business I wanted to be in just yet, yeah. or as much as I wanted to anyway. I was saying, like, I owned, a, I, I did a lot of my own little ventures. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and I just took took the leap mm. and saved doing another job, and then go and take the leap and have a go. And like I said, move back home if I needed to. Yeah, I think there's a I think there's a lot of ways to get started in a business which don't require diving in completely. You know what I mean? Which yeah. some people would say, oh yeah, jump into the deep end. But also, if you've got mortgage, if you've got kids, if you've got all these fucking responsibilities in life, it's probably not the smartest thing to do to risk all of that no. on something that may fail because that's a very real chance when you set up a business. They don't yeah. all succeed. In but, fact, the vast majority of them fail. Yeah. Like that's that. But that's why uh, you keep going with the thing that's the fundamental and yeah. build the other on the side. Yes. And here's the thing you've got family, you've got kids, you've got a home, you've got a mortgage. Hey, tough shit. Mm-hmm. That's your situation. Yeah. That's where you're at. Yeah. So deal with it in the way that is effective for your situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just if you don't have all that, more cautious. you're free to be a bit more crazy. Yeah. And otherwise, yeah, you have to maybe have to be a bit cautious or maybe work extra overtime to get the extra money in so you can take the risk without it being too much of a risk. Yeah. If you haven't got that, if you still live with your parents, if you haven't got no mortgage, if you haven't got any yeah. any massive overheads. Now's your time. Yeah. Literally, there's literally like there's no reason to dive in on something because at the end of the day, especially if you're relatively young, even if you completely balls it up and you get yourself in a shitload of debt, that's obviously, that sucks, but you've got a long time to kind of unfuck yeah. your situation yeah. and you will learn so much in that time period that as long as you learn and carry that over to your next task or the next thing that you want to do it'll actually be pretty beneficial even though it's going to suck when yeah. when that happens but you've got the time the energy and the freedom to do it so fucking make a move well said sir well said right do you have any favorite riding roads in the uk or abroad any biking trips on your wish list uh, i'll start yeah i do my, one of my favorite ones is riding from cardiff up to landudno and you go through the two national parks um, and it's a beautiful, I think it's like the A474 or something like that. And it's a gorgeous ride up through two huge valleys all the way up to uh, two and past Snowdon. And it's gorgeous. And then you come back along the north coast and drop back down to Shrewsbury. It's beautiful. Love it. Nice. And you can do it in like, you can do it in a day or you can do a stopover in London the night, go out, have a nice meal, and come back in the morning and do well, it. It's beautiful, mate. Wales is gorgeous. Yeah. It's like the Algarve at the points when you're riding through. You're like, how is this here? But yeah. obviously, like, we don't get the same weather. But honestly, when you're at the top of one if of those valleys and looking through it, when you're at the they top... They get like one a year, don't they? One good day. <laughs> no, it's been real. Last year was really <laughs> it's good. Not, I'm only joking. It's, it's not too bad. It's like, don't get me wrong, like 10 months of the year, it's not great. Let me tell you. So the base one is... The Brit, that's it, the Brecon Beacons National Park. And yeah. You ride up through that into Snowdonia National Park. And the Brecon Beacons National Park is gorgeous. Mate, when you hit some of the, you could climb, because what you do is you climb up and then drop down into the valleys most of the time. There's one point, and I think it's the Brecon ones, you're at the very top before you start dropping down, and the entire valley opens up before you. It, it rival anywhere in the world. It's beautiful. Beautiful. So yeah, and, and the ones I'm going to do, uh, because of obviously COVID, we're going to take advantage of what's in England. We're going to do uh, the Scotland 500 yeah. this year, which is oh, meant to be amazing. Yeah. And hopefully do it with camping and some cool, you know, Ooh. not too much like yes. hotels. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Advice for someone who will be starting MMA soon. Stretch. <laughs> Stretch and get your cardio in place. Yeah. Because they're the two, that mobility and cardio are your two favourite friends. Uh, and also, um, don't get too annoyed when you get tapped out a lot mm, yeah frustrating just grow every time you tap learn why yeah i think that's a good yeah that's a good thing be uh 
be okay with getting fucked up because it's going to happen. Also, make sure you're in a dojo where there's no bu- where they don't bully you. Yeah, if they're yeah. bullying you while you're fighting, that's not how it should be. Yeah. Like every time I got tapped when I was learning, I'd be like, damn, why did that happen? And go, oh, because you did this. And yeah. then we keep rolling again. Yeah. So they should always be looking to tell you why certain things happen. Yeah, find somewhere good. Yeah. Or helping you as you're moving, like, go for this now, go for this now, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. Cool. What was your last concert and so far your favorite concert? That's quite a good question. God damn, last concert. Mine, I think, was White Snake in Australia. That was last year or the year before. Well, oh, God, no, we lost 2020, didn't we? Years so back and years end of 2019. Yeah. Blackstone Cherry was me. Blackstone Cherry. I can't even remember how many years ago. My favorite concert, Black Eyed Peas. Oh, uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. The show they put on is insane and they do things you never expect them to do, mm. but incredible. Oh, really, really incredible. Literally bouncing next to the stage, like, yeah, full on. It was wicked. That's cool. Yeah, really good. Uh, what are your fitness goals at the moment? Well, yours is to get stronger and massive. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... So, I, like, I had a small-ish hiatus from training, so I'm trying to regain as much strength and size as I can as quickly as possible. I'm not too fussed about getting getting a little bit on the fat side because that's fine for me. I don't find it too challenging to, to strip back after, so I'm just... yeah. yeah There's another to, reason just there why I will punch you in the dick at the end of this podcast. Oh, yeah, you're lean all year round anyway, <laughs> so you can't, you can't complain. Like, oh, so. it's fine. Sorry, it's lose fat. It's not... Sorry, it's not I'm not saying it's easy to yeah, lose fat, but, like, easy. it's... He's sat here looking smug as anything right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I go skinny when I stop training, yeah, so, yeah. I, so, like, I have to make a conscious effort to overeat. Um, so yeah, the goal is to put on as much muscle as I can, to try and pick up as much strength as I can without without a lot of the niggles that happened in the past. So I've switched up my exercise selection to find stuff that I recover really well from. And don't get me wrong, I will go back to some of the other things eventually. But right now, I'm just enjoying feeling really good, letting like a good amount of weight be moved, and not feeling like I've been hit by a truck the next day. Yeah, because yeah. that's always great. <laughs> I'm working, um, I'm just happy that my shoulder's fixed now, so I'm working back through all my basic movements, getting back into my high-frequency training, and I'm rebuilding my mechanics. Shitter with COVID is basically my legs are melting because I can't train legs properly. Mm. So I'm going to get to Barbell, and I'm going to be working legs twice a week there using their specialist equipment and um, really focusing on rebuilding that, um, like, from hip down to foot mechanics because that's where there's a lot of errors going on there. So that's my goals, yeah. We should get a leg session in when we're back. Yes, 100%. And then uh, hospital the next day. <laughs> um, awesome is just one comment. I don't think they realised it was a question section. Just awesome, a wolf and a bicep. Thank you. I can't even say that. Yaldabanu. There we go. Uh, UFC predictions for tonight. Well, we've said this. Um, if it, We think the only way that uh, Adesanya is winning is uh, he keeps away and uh, he wins on points. Yeah, point scores keeps keeps his distance. Well, not necessarily keeps his distance, but just manages the distance very which well, which he's very good at. at. Um, stays elusive, just gets points. I can't see him being able to to he's not knock him out. But What's the bloke called? Jan Blokovic. Jan Blokovic. Yeah, uh, we we did both say though we are rooting for Jan. Yeah, I do like Jan. We just like this thought. You know, he's a he's a comeback hero. He's a proper hmm. proper. Is, is it? It's heavyweight, light heavyweight, light heavyweight, light heavyweight isn't it? He's a proper light heavyweight. He's just he's fun to watch. He's he's, so, he's a hard hitter, mm. and I don't know. I'm just rooting for him. I don't know why. I think maybe because Adesanya's already got the belt from the weight the division below. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm just rooting for him. I don't know. That's my gut instinct. Is I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I'm saying so. Like I, I like Adesanya, but I feel like he he too often slips past confidence to just arrogant and cocky, and then that really puts me off. I do like. Like, don't get me wrong, McGregor's amazing and he's hilarious. He does it in a but different like, way, though, doesn't he? He does it as almost a caricature of yeah, himself. Yeah, whereas... Adesanya doesn't do that. Yeah, like, 
yeah, and it's just it's a little bit off putting sometimes. He said some stuff in the octagon afterwards where I've gone like, shut mm. up. Yes, yeah, and but then he said some other stuff that's really almost like, ah, oh, you you are a fight for a fighter's fighter. Yeah, like it, it, some stuff feels really really genuine, and then others doesn't. Yeah. It feels a little bit manufactured. He is incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's incredible. Crazy, crazy good. But for some reason, we're both rooting for you know, yeah. Yeah, and then we've got um, Amanda cool. Nunez. And, oh, Nunez. Um, we're taking Nunez. I don't even remember own. what her name is now. Tall, tattooed girl who's a genuine threat, but I just don't think. I think she's so rangy, Nunez. Yeah. So rangy. I think even with the girl being as tall as she is, she's like she's crazy. And she's like six foot. Or something. I'm not sure. I don't she's know. really, really tall. Uh, I just think Nunez is still outpowers her. Right. I just do. Yeah, it's I can't beast. even remember what, um, the the woman that she's fighting, but very just bad Nunez is so dominant. <laughs> like, right. yeah, I can't see anyone beating her. Next question: How was filming a morning podcast so far? Pretty cool. Yeah, it's not That's too bad, bad. actually. It's yeah. quite, quite. It makes us feel quite productive in the morning. Yeah. Um, any sneak peek at BCP t-shirt release date? We've already oh, talked yeah, about that. One. Listen, Brett, that was the same question you've asked before. Brett is killing the question game. I know. He's always on it. It's like he's made it his mission in life to be the question kid. Yeah, that's good there. Yeah, well done you. Uh, who was Big Spoon? Uh, we swap. What would you be? We'd, I'm a fidget, so we'll, we'll swap. I need to turn over every like so hour. So you'd have to be Big Spoon then? I'm quite happy one side. There you go. Yeah, there we go. I'll big spoon. Don't mind that. Who asked that? <laughs> it was um, <laughs> Hargreaves Liam. Yeah, that's the manager of the gym. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever developed a bad relationship with food dieting from being so strict? Yes. Yes, I definitely had an eating disorder at one point where I was obsessed with food. Um, I would take chicken breasts wrapped in tin foil in my pocket to nightclubs with me during university. <laughs> Because I didn't want to miss a meal because I was awake longer. I had to eat my chicken breast. And it, yeah, yeah, which is obsessive. And is that a chicken breast in your pocket? Or are you just pleased to see, see me? me. No, 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 it's a chicken breast. Just, <laughs> well, I thought, well, thank yeah. God, because that was a really obscure shaped penis. Yeah. Otherwise. <laughs> that was before I learned about macros. So I was pure bro. Yeah. Like rice cakes and almonds. and Fish in a rice cake. Yeah, fish fish in a rice cake. Yeah, so definitely yeah, had a bad, bad relationship. I there. think um, for me... It's like, although I go skinny, I my I I get really tempted to eat shit when I'm miserable, like donuts and Doritos and shit like that. And that is like proper comfort food for me. And I will just binge eat on like really bad stuff and there's no like off. So yeah. I'll just keep going and keep going. But then I won't want to eat any normal food. So I'll literally just have just like one massive crap. binge of terrible things. Yeah. And then that's just the calories. But that's obviously, you know, I don't do that anymore. That's kind of, I get, yeah. I, when I get, when I'm like, it, Following macros is the greatest thing you can do because it gives you food balance and life balance and it takes away any guilt of food and it it removes guilt from food and replaces it with just biological knowledge. Yeah. And and that is the most important thing you can do. Yeah, I don't think any food is inherently bad. No. It's just... Some foods just have less less macronutrients than others and some are more high high impact than others. Yeah. That's it. There are no bad, good foods. There's just sensible ways of eating. Yeah. The things you like. Um, unless you like eating arsenic, in which case, bad. Yes, don't eat that. Uh, is the penis sound clip now your ringtone? We literally <laughs> we were joking about that. This. Yeah. We're, we're I will take it. Right, yeah. what we'll do is we'll take that sound clip, I'll make it into a usable ringtone file, and I'll put it somewhere for download. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be my text Robot message tone penis. for you. penis. Penis. <laughs> Imagine me in a job interview and that goes well. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Griffin. Are you here? Yes, thank you. For- Penis. I'll see you later. Thank you very much for your time. <laughs> Thoughts on... The- oh, no, we've done that. Uh, how do you find a routine that you can stick to? I haven't. 
I just try my best to do good mm. things like we discussed, making tasks and having a morning routine as best I can. Yeah, routines are uh, evolutionary; like they they change. They're never yeah. like they're never going to be static because you're always going to have new things that are going to come and go. And what used to work is not necessarily going to. And you're going to in a perfect situation, if you are the most on the ball person ever, you can constantly be like almost split testing your routine so you can try ones, see how they work, try a different one, see how that works. Don't get me wrong; I don't do that because that's a hell of a lot. of conscious thought that would go into it yeah. but like normally anyway just by the process of same process of evolution is that just what works stays what doesn't work goes yeah. and then you just keep going and keep going and then your, your routine will will slowly improve but you it does require like a conscious, conscious effort yeah conscious effort and energy to do it so yeah. like, don't assume that you just get a routine and then that because that's your routine you find it easy yeah and there are yeah. there's loads of tools that can help you with that so like if if there's a certain area that you need help to have more accountability, go and have a look and like fucking invest in yourself to make your life a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. Buy buy the stuff that helps you do the good things. Invest in yourself is one of the best things you can do. Fuck yeah. buying that pair of trainers that you've seen loads of influencers wear and yeah, buy yeah. something useful. People don't invest in themselves. Like if, if no, some, they really like, don't. If you you can you'll, get you'll spend one hundred twenty pound on a pair of trainers, but then you'll quibble about spending eighty quid on like a microphone. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's daft. Or like there's that many like online courses and stuff like that where you can educate yourself to do something better and people are going to see these courses for and some of them they drop down to stupid prices. They're like yeah. 20 pounds for a course that will educate you on how to use X amount of software or whatever yeah, else. Yeah. And people are like bicker about that. When was the last time you actually spent money on educating yourself and getting better at something yeah. like when the fuck do you very, last do Very very good point. So if you're not doing that, get on doing it. Um okay, let's just see if there's any other newbies. I don't know how to refresh these questions. We've got a minute left. Yeah. Oh, right, cool. Then we're done. Right, so no more newbies. We've done, I think we've done enough cool questions. Yeah, there. we got through loads then. I really hope you don't sound like a robot at the end of this recording. Oh, if we sound, if I sound like a robot, and if I have sounded like a robot through the, the whole of this, we are aware and we just don't give a fuck. We're, we're posting it anyway. Caring. Yeah, we've ordered new mics, so because... Oh, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, so we, yeah, in, ta- in, in terms of investing in yourselves, we literally had this issue last night, technically. So we went out and we have bought proper road microphones and yep. we're getting a mixer and we're improving because we're investing in ourselves and we suggest you do the same yeah. we believe in you believe in yourself thank you for joining us this has been the crewcast yeah Toodle thank you very pip. much toodle, toodle pip toodle pip